0: Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1196. Nine ways to know you should stop focusing on fat loss. Part two by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your host and narrator. Hey, welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I act as your narrator of the best health and fitness blogs covering fitness, nutrition, stress management, weight management, and lots more, and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. And then on Fridays, I answer your questions right here on the show. Now, today's post is part two from yesterday, so if you're new here or are skipping around, I'd recommend listening to yesterday's episode first. That's episode 1195. But if you're all caught up, let's jump right in and hear part two and continue optimizing your life. Nine Ways to Know You Should Stop Focusing on Fat Loss, part two by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. Five, you focus on how far you still have to go and the goals you haven't yet reached. If you only think about what you can't do or haven't achieved while entirely neglecting what you can do and what you have done, you will always feel less than. In the pursuit of fat loss, it's not uncommon to relentlessly chase your target, fitting into a smaller clothing size or a specific number on the scale. And throughout that process, all we can think about is how far we are from the goal and we completely ignore all the work we've put in, all the achievements in the gym we've earned. Don't let the goal of fat loss blind you from seeing and appreciating all the work you've already done, the habits you're forging, the workouts you've performed, the health benefits you're reaping along the way. Don't allow the obsession over future goals prevent you from taking a moment to look back and proudly say, I've done so much already and I'm proud of myself. This can help you break free from the ugly side of health and fitness. Six, you perform an extra or more grueling workout as punishment for overeating or indulging in quote unquote forbidden foods. If you said something like, if I eat this food, then I must perform a workout to burn it off, or I can't eat that food unless I perform a workout to earn it. Then it would benefit you to reevaluate the reasons you work out. There's nothing wrong with balancing your food and exercise choices, but a workout should never be a tool of punishment or currency in response to food choices. Make no mistake, there's a tremendous difference between choosing to go for a walk because you know the extra movement is good for you, after enjoying a larger-than-expected feast versus performing an extra workout out of guilt and panic from overindulging because you think the extra calories will instantly make you gain body fat. There are tons of reasons to work out and eat nutritious foods that have nothing to do with fat loss. Those reasons are worth exploring for yourself. Seven, physical activities that were once enjoyable have been reduced to simply being tools for burning calories. I've heard stories from people about an activity or hobby they once did for enjoyment or self-care like fitness classes, jogging, biking, hiking, skiing, and even strength training, but that has morphed into a must-perform chore that's done for its calorie-burning benefits. I know personally what this is like too. What was once an activity they looked forward to became an activity done just for burning calories to hopefully spur fat loss results or to prevent regaining weight that had been lost. This is what happens when a long-term fat loss mindset becomes a pervasive parasite that feeds on our insecurity. Fat loss becomes the lens through which we view and value physical activities and food choices. Hopes of fat loss, or an ideal body weight, or fear of losing hard-earned results become the fuel sources for our actions. Eight, you view foods as fat loss friends or foes. Do you often wonder, will this help me lose fat or think, I shouldn't eat this because it's bad and will make me gain weight when you're analyzing food? Do you feel obligated to give your favorite foods and recipes a healthy makeover? The dichotomous view of food, labeling something as good and others as bad, not only causes stress and frustration, but can forge a fear of food. And fear should never influence your food choices. There are numerous reasons to eat nutritious foods that have nothing to do with losing body fat or preventing weight gain. And no, declaring food is simply fuel and saying how it tastes shouldn't matter are equally ridiculous. As with many things, the answer lies somewhere in the middle. In this case, between the extremes of deprivation and unchecked indulgence. If fear influences your food choices, it can be helpful to start erasing the harmful good and bad labels we've been conditioned to attach to food and perhaps try to simplify how to eat healthy and eating less nutritious foods in moderation. And while you're at it, learn how to not feel guilty for eating your favorite foods. Nine, you haven't known reasons to work out that have nothing to do with fat loss or changing how your body looks. Exercise and nutrition are often tremendous sources of frustration. Tools simply meant to alter the appearance of their body, fix so-called flaws, attain an ideal body shape perpetuated by social media. And that should be unacceptable. Think about it. Exercise and nutrition should be tools that create a health-promoting lifestyle that make you feel great about yourself. Tools to create a high-quality life that allows you to do and experience the things that are important to you. Your healthy lifestyle should be flexible, so you can adapt to whatever circumstances life throws at you, or as your preferences change. It should lead you to discover the amazing things your body can do, instead of making you feel like you're constantly fighting against it. It should help you break through the artificial boundaries that have restrained you, instead of creating and reinforcing them. Nutrition and exercise should alleviate stress, not augment it. If you've never known the satisfaction of getting stronger, Increasing your endurance and work capacity, appreciating your body for what it can do, looking forward to workouts because you know you'll set a personal record, then it's time to explore those reasons. Go beyond fat loss. Perhaps the nonsense and narcissism disguised as health promoting information has distorted your perception of food and fitness. Maybe you're stuck in old habits and just don't know any goals other than weight loss that are worth pursuing. Or perhaps You're fed up with feeling less than and want a better, empowering, and enjoyable health and fitness lifestyle that makes you feel great about yourself. That's a fine goal. Go beyond fat loss and begin by asking worthy questions about exercise and the health-promoting habits you want to establish. If fat loss was irrelevant, why would I work out? Instead of a specific outcome, like reaching a certain body weight, what actions can I regularly practice that will establish the healthy lifestyle i want to create how can i reclaim a hobby or activity i once enjoyed that's been relegated to nothing more than a calorie burning activity what performance based goals can i set for cardio or how can i make cardio more enjoyable and what performance based goals can i have with strength training how strong can i become don't be afraid to say screw fat loss and find reasons beyond the number on the scale to move your body and improve nutrition habits. You just listened to part two of the post titled, Nine Ways to Know You Should Stop Focusing on Fat Loss by Nia Shanks of NiaShanks.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I'll be honest, I've struggled with these very same things. I have misfocused my attention on things that in the grand scheme, really don't matter. Back before the pandemic and when I had a gym membership, once in a while, I would take notice of someone lifting a really heavy weight and I'd feel envious. I would have thoughts like, why can't I lift that heavy yet? I mean, I've been at this for so long and I still can't lift that heavy and I'm supposedly an expert in this stuff. I would forget about all the progress I had made. I would forget that 20 years ago, I could barely bench press 45 pounds. I couldn't even run 25 meters, which is one lap on a standard track without stopping. I've improved so much, but it's so easy to forget. There are a couple of ways to help us remind ourselves of our progress. One is to keep a journal. Write down workouts, write down our diets, write down negative thoughts, stress levels, you can write down anything. And then if you want, you could look back and see your progress. You can flip through some of those old pages and go, wow, I've come a long way. If you wanna remind yourself about how your appearance has changed, keep photos of yourself and look at them every so often. This is something we used to do when I was a health educator, in fact. I used to conduct weight management classes and on the very first day, we would take a picture of every attendee. We would then show them these pictures halfway through the program and then at the end. And without fail, they were always amazed. Now, why would we show them these before photos at the midway point and at the end of the class? Because it increased their motivation. At the midway point, participants would lose some of that enthusiasm that they had at the beginning. Showing them their before photo got them fired up again. It gave them that motivation to finish the class. Then, when they were about to leave our program, they often needed that extra boost of confidence, a reminder that even though they're gonna now go at this alone, they are capable of improving their health. They did the work. You can use these exact same strategies too, and they'll work the same. All right, that'll do it from me for today. I hope you have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you back here tomorrow for the Friday Q&A. Hey, all that rhyme. We are optimal life awaits.